Going once, going twice, sold to the man over there in the corner. Josh, that is what you'll hear if you use Jealous Craig Ballarat. Sold. Sold. If you are selling your house, you will hear sold. And you'll see it yes. on the sign, sold. And you know what they'll help you do if you're buying? They'll help you buy the yeah, house as yeah. well. Buy the house. <laughs> yeah. Jealous Craig, Ballarat, they're going to help you sell, they're going to help you buy, they're going to help you rent, all of it, okay? In Ballarat, Jealous Craig, they're the ones you want to go to. Josh, we're back on Unusual Podcast. Yeah. We had a bit of a week off. We needed one. Well, but the mate, winter, I, we didn't even talk about it, Sam, but we're no. just like... We both just felt, oh, we needed a week off. There was a, a message. Off. I reckon I was typing the message the same time as you <laughs> to say, uh, let's have the week off. We are our own bosses, you know. <laughs> yeah, we'll make true. up for it. We'll make up for it. But luckily, Josh, we're back with a bang yes, today we are. with Dave O'Neill, who is a Ballarat local. Don. Uh, yeah, yeah, Don. <laughs> yeah, Don. <laughs> Do you know what call you Don? Yeah, I've got that a bit, yeah. <laughs> oh, lovely. Um Josh, so Dave's worked in uh, newspapers before as a journalist. Yeah. He worked at St Kilda as a head of media and also now works in government. Mm-hmm. Yeah, government. But his passion project and the thing he truly loves, I'm guessing, is one, your kids, mm. but true, providing books for your kids. And you're a children's author. I'm still getting used to saying that. Yeah. How does it feel? Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, I wouldn't have said that like I feel some sort of like entitlement now that I'm a kids book author or like, and I'm very much aware that I'm not a traditionally published kids book author. So, you know, there might be a few out there who've got books that are looking at down on me and thinking, yeah. oh, come on, mate. Yeah. You know, I'm still paying a little bit to publish. Yeah. Not, not paying all to publish, but, you yeah. know, working with a partner in, in other words. Yeah. Um, you did, you did bury the lead though. Sorry. Guys. So before I was all that. I was the editor of Vegetables Australia. <laughs> well, go the, on. The dream job. Go on. <laughs> How do you become the ve- editor of Vegetables Australia? Well, I was an accountant. Yeah. A bored one. <laughs> I became a part-time journalist working in London for a free Aussie paper. I was the editor of that. Yeah. Didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Came back to Australia, desperate to get a journalism job and not an accounting job. And no one would hire me. So I went, applied for everything. And <laughs> This didn't have a name on who I was applying for, and I went down and yeah, they were they were Ozveg, they were called, and uh, I became the editor of Vegetables Australia. That's What's amazing. your favourite vegetable? Uh, I'm a broccoli man. No. Did, it, did it change <laughs> over time? Were you sick of writing about the broccoli, so then like all of a sudden your carrots became your favourite, or well, it was it was a farming magazine, so okay. so yeah, so I was actually just interviewing more the people rather than the products, but um, no, I've always been a broccoli man, you know. <laughs> Big, big greens guy. <laughs> steamed. Steamed? Uh, any which way. Roasted, steamed, chuck it in a curry. Like, I'll yeah. tell you what I did the other night. I think night. broccolini. Some broccolini. I did yeah, some did stuff step. with broccolini the other night. Butter in the pan. Yep. Garlic. Yeah. And like chop it up fairly, not fine, but small. Yep. M- bit of pepper. Boom. You've nailed it. Yeah, it was yep. great. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. That's yep. good. That's delicious. I loved it. Uh, Josh, we're, we're absolutely honoured to have Dave here. From, and our background, we actually met years and years ago, I believe. Um, I've, I've seen you on a train before. I yes, don't know if you've ever recalled that. Melbourne Vic- you boys are down in Melbourne Victory game. <laughs> yeah, and we which were, is a long time ago because that well, says a lot this. for going to the A-League. When yeah. was this? Yeah. This was years ago, mate. Yeah. And yeah. I remember running into you. I reckon you must have been just 18, 19. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. we definitely I'm were. about nine years older. And Jesus. you were a journalist in the local area, at, like for the Weekly Times. Yeah, I was working for the Weekly Times at the stage. So yeah. went from 
Vegetables Australia yeah. to the Weekly Times because yeah. of my horticultural great, experience. Great transition. <laughs> yeah. Seamless, really. Oh, it was, yeah. That's but great. It is great. It is great. How long were you at the Weekly Times for? Just two years. I sort of did, you know, bounced, just kept bouncing until yeah. I landed at um, at the Saints where I stayed for a while. So I, AFL Victoria and then AFL after the Weekly Times and then the Saints. So. And with the Saints stuff, so your media boss. Yep. So were you there having like during a few like coach sackings? Yep. So were there Alan Richardson was sacked. That would was... that would get the media department going, yes. wouldn't it? Yeah. It was came it was a big year that year. We um the year Patty McCartan and Dylan Robert and both sort of had career ending injuries, although mm-hmm. Robert didn't end up coming back. We had a few other things going on behind the scenes that um, you know, Dan Henry's first year that wasn't working out. Yeah. Um Disaster. It was a bit of a disaster. Danny Frawley died and yeah. sacked the coach. And um, you become very close with the coach in my role. And yeah. so part of that's pretty uh, yeah. you know, it's full on when that happens. And um, you sometimes, like when that happened, like he's just been sacked by his employer. And so one of the key relationships he has that's positive is mine because I'm not involved in that mm. decision. So you become very critical when he's sacked. Don't overplay your hand. I'm, mm. I'm just there you know, holding the banner up basically. Mm-hmm. But you, um, yeah, you get to see it all and it was a f- yeah, fascinating, fascinating. Because are you basically, so how you, I envision you working is like you're helping with the messaging and yep. all that sort of stuff. So if they're about to go to a press conference and something's <laughs> happened during the week, they're probably coming to you and be like, how should we handle this? What's the messaging got to be? So when Richo is sacked, is he asking you for the messaging or, or, is, that, or, is, or is, that, is that 100% authentic from Richo's heart because he's no longer a an employee, the, well, employee of the club? So he's just spent three years listening to me, my advice yep. and what to say to the media. Yep. And over that time you become, you you have a bit of a personal investment in each other. Um, obviously he carries all the risks. He's the one fronting the cameras. You're just there helping yeah. him and it's always just helping it's not you're not telling mm. him what to say or anything but it's here's here's a way to say what you want to say that is nuanced in that and that was the skill of the job was sort of finding that balance every time um richo was unlike most coaches he did his he did his last press conference after he'd been sacked he in did. his st kilda polo he did wow and i remember that, that something like he asked me and i said you're you feel like a st kilda person still he said he did i said where your polo um and and he was at Melbourne the next week. Yeah. But that, that's also <laughs> the that, career. That's a career. Yeah, that's that's, 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 that's the industry. We went and had a couple of beers a couple of weeks later at his place Great. around the fire and just chatted through. Because uh, over the journey of him, his thing, you do find out information that he doesn't necessarily aware of, you know, the conversations are going on behind the scene. And and you it can be very awkward and it'd be mm. a very tense situation. Like you, it seems easy to look back now and think about the decisions you had to make or – and again, I'm not playing my hand. Like I was just, you know, people call me a spin doctor or whatever it was. Mm. But you were trying to put out the best representation of the club possible, mm. and that was not just through the media, but through our content channels and and all that. So I was, mm. oversaw that team, and um, yeah, it was in full full on like four years of just you mean strapped to your phone and and going for it, mm. and um, yeah, it burnt me out a little. <laughs> yeah, it would have. Yeah, well, it would definitely. Well, and that's why you've transitioned to where you are now. Yeah. Children's author. Children's author. <laughs> well, like this it. is this is very much a side project. I'm still working very hard oh, in my current role. Um, oh, no. Very good employer. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so what you need is a passion, don't you? And yeah. Like, this is why you boys are doing this podcast. Mm. It's yeah. not. Um, so you need something that you're passionate about. And 
um, while my job's great, it's it's now become a job. Like yeah. so, I see it very much as my occupation. Whereas at the Saints, it would become a bit bit part of your life. Like yeah. you spent so much time there, so it has allowed me to. Um, you know, go off on this adventure and write a, write a kid's book. And that's because you're probably influenced by having your own young family now. Can you tell us a bit about your family and uh, your daughter, Stevie? Yeah. So Stevie was born in 2020 in the middle of COVID. We were in Melbourne at the time. She didn't see anyone for eight weeks, that nine weeks. bizarre? Bizarre, yeah. But, you know, COVID, things were so happening. So you just... You, we're adaptable creatures, aren't we? Yeah, so we, we just are, adaptable. Yeah, yeah. So, Actually, and yeah. it wasn't the worst thing. We were, I, I was at, it. I was at home. I didn't have to go to work. I liked a bit of it. Yeah. That's great. It was part of it was Let's great. Let's us down again. <laughs> no, and don't it, do that. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, it gave us work from home. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It gave us some good things. But, it, and then we... <laughs> I actually went up into the hub with the Saints. Oh, that would have been hard. Eight weeks into Stevie's life, and my wife Megan moved back to Ballarat with the folk, her folks, the rat. for eight weeks. So that was an wow. interesting decision. That would have been tough. Yeah, it was, just been that one. Uh, she knew that I, I had was, to go. She <laughs> knew that I was in all in. The Saints were on the cusp of making the finals. They yeah. did make it that year. They did make it that year. So we got up there the week before the GWS game where we made the finals. We were in the transition hub mm. in the Gold Coast with Gil and Ruffy and Andrew Bassett, the Saints president. And oh, yeah. So that was all fascinating experience. And I, she knew we were getting to the end of that whole Saints thing. And this was, I was, I could not, not go. Yeah. You know, it just had to be there. And and turns out we made the finals and made the right call in going because it would have been pretty difficult to manage it from anywhere else. Yeah. Like, what we're able to do media-wise in, in maximise the amount of coverage we got, mm-hmm. we just wouldn't have been able to do. But at the same time, yeah, my wife, and had, they had to sacrifice a bit. Yeah. I'm fascinated. And for people that don't know, um, when the AFL went up to a hub, so they went up to the Queensland, like the state of Queensland, and basically all the people close to the club were had the ability to go up there, right? Like, like if they got permission to from the AFL. And they had you had to be... You had to be like on the. You had to be a certain person that was needed. Essential, like essential. Like and that so that time, that word was very common. Yeah. Essential. So most of the comms, most teams had three comm staff up there with their, you know, videographer, a, you know, a couple of media or comms mm. people that were doing everything. Whereas usually you've got a team of like five or six, and um, yeah. And so it was fascinating. Went and lived with, you know, we lived in RSCB Resort at Noosa. Had these little mini apartments. That'd be you know, I was next door to Brad Hill and. Josh Battle and, you know, like that was, you yeah. know, when had breakfast together and lunch together and it very much felt like a, um, like a, a, a like a family. family. Yeah, family and, um, yeah, very invested in each yeah. other or like certainly I was in them. <laughs> I don't think they <laughs> can't do much what I was doing, but, um, but you do become very much like you want them to win so badly because you can see the work they're putting in. Yeah, and, so um, true. Yeah, that's speaking so of true. work, Josh, we've got some work to do on this. Oh, mate, quiz. So you're not here just to oh, to chat, which we, which we love, <laughs> but it's part of the quiz, the unusual quiz that we we do. And we've had a few guests this year, and we've had mixed bag of results. I'll I say we've had some good ones, we've had some bad ones. How do you rate it a quiz? So I've been listening a little bit. Mm, um, you have had some mixed results. Yes, yeah, I'm yes. say. And um, I don't know if you're going to go much better with me. I don't mind a bit of common, uh, you know, general knowledge, but. Um, I'm the kind of person when you go to, like, if you ever did pub trivia, like, I'm 
just trying to come up with funny answers rather than the real answer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. That doesn't that doesn't help. You know? Go for no, it. It doesn't help. Today we give you permission to do yeah. that. If, if you've got you... a funny answer, go for yeah. it. Yeah. My brothers would say I'm not very funny, <laughs> so don't try to be. But... Well, people we know that you know say you're very funny, yeah. so don't listen to your brothers. They're always your harshest critic. They are. Shall we go with question one? And we are a team on this one, so we're in our own little hub up mm-hmm. here. Uh, what is the ancient Egyptian writing system called? Josh, you're actually teaching a bit of Egyptian, I did, ancient I did. Egypt at the moment. Yeah, do you know it? I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't reckon know, I know, know it. it. This is a great question, very topical for you because you're a writer. A writer. Um, I'm yeah, going to give you a chance. You're writing I'm going to give you a chance because I think I know it. And I think it starts with H. Yeah, it does. Hieroglyphics? Yeah, hieroglyphics. Hieroglyphics. Yeah. Shall we lock it in? Shocking yeah. word to spell. Yeah. And How do the kids sh- go with that one? Mate, it's shocking word. That and Pharaoh. Oh, yeah, that's hard. Tough word to spell. P with a spell? P and H. P and H. H. Okay. But yes. the A and the O can confuse it. As We're a writer, spelling would be, you know, you'd, people would be embarrassed how bad my spelling is. Yeah. Really? Oh, I'd be embarrassed. Oh, I'm pretty bad. Embarrassed is a hard word to spell. Yeah. Oh, I'd probably get that one, but no. <laughs> Hieroglyphics is correct. Well done. One and one. We're away. We're away. Okay. We are away. Question two. Oh, what is the capital of Peru? I think I know this. I do too. I think it starts with an L, and oh, I think yep. it is an animal as yes. well. Yes, you're right. I believe yes. it is. Yep. And I yep. believe it is a lima. Lima. Lima, lima it is. Yep. Lima, yep. and it's a L-I-M-A. You've been yeah. to Machu Picchu? Or no, you? have you? No, no. no. I always wanted to get to South America. What's the favourite overseas trip you've done? Uh, we went to we lived in London for a couple of years and went to Africa for a month. Oh, how was that? Yeah, climbed Kilimanjaro. That was did you? Oh, sweet, cool, yeah. Kenya. Is that in Kenya? Uh, Tanzania. Tanzania. Just Sorry. close. Yeah. <laughs> flew flew into Kenya though. Flew into Kenya. <laughs> Sam, you nearly look smart there. Yeah. Um, so sure of that. <laughs> Jesus, cool up there. Oh, amazing. Yeah, we were um, pretty naive. Um, Twenty-four year old dudes from Australia that didn't really know what we got ourselves into and. Isn't it tough climbing that? Yeah, because yeah, the was, atmosphere, like there wouldn't be a lot of oxygen up there. Yeah, altitude sickness is a thing, but um, yeah, it was one of those things that we just said we we're going to do it, and we told so many people we're going to do it. By the time it came around, we we're like, you we better go it. do this. Yeah, you have to do it. So true. So true. How um, many days did it take? Six days. So you you walk up for, th- oh, yeah, three and a half, and then. Um, it's really one day tough. I would have said it was the easiest thing ever other than one day. Which one day you, tough. You leave at midnight and you climb through the night up Whoa. the steepest slope you've ever seen while you can't feel your feet in your hands and you get to the top and then, yeah. You come down. Yeah, and then a lot, a lot of people get sick towards the top because of the altitude and we didn't get sick. How high is it? Uh, six and a half thousand, I would I think it's jeepers. We just had. Um, <laughs> no, I wouldn't know. I don't even know what country it's in. Uh, we just had um, a lady that climbed Mount Everest. Jane. Yes, yeah. which was, was awesome. She was awesome. She was awesome. Oh, Kilimanjaro see, is a foothill. Jane, for that's her. right. Yeah. He had like someone who climbed Everest. You know, Mitch Cleary, AFL, yeah, yeah. Caitlin Ashmore. Look at you go. And I'm like, oh. I better be impressive on the podcast because I'm not exactly doing anything yeah. impressive off it. Well, no, you're you about you're, you're going about an eight of a t- eight out of ten at the moment, which yeah. is great. Cool, yeah, cool. Really I can lift though. Yeah. Question we, three: We, can we are lift. we are two of two. Which fast food franchise has the second largest number of restaurants in the world after McDonald's? Good, Good question. question. What's your favourite fast food franchise? Whoa. None of them are that great. Are they? No, is it KF? Mm, I don't reckon. I reckon it'd be like. Nah, I reckon it's going to be like a bell. Nah, I don't think Burger so. King. I'd go a Burger King slash Hungry Jacks. Yeah, are they the same thing? I think they are. Yeah, I think they probably they look very alike, but 
I reckon that or Donut King. Hmm. Hadn't thought of that. Let's lock in. I think we should lock in Burger King slash Hungry Jacks. Subway. Subway. Oh. But that's eat fresh. That's not fast food. No, nah, it's Subway. It's fast. 37,000 franchises around the world. There's a funny story about how I think Shaquille O'Neal had the opportunity to buy into Subway when it first started for like 50 grand. And he said, nah, that'll never work. And now he's out I, on his bum. And I, think he's, I think he's doing <laughs> all right. He's struggling. <laughs> struggling. He could probably afford <laughs> ups and downs. I think you know? he's doing yeah. it all right. Yeah. Now, Dave, are you a bit of a poet? Is that how you got into the game of writing? What, what, it is. Where, where did your love of writing come from? I literally picked a book off a shelf when I was about 17. And I'd always written, I'd always enjoyed writing, but I was... No, never got great marks for it or never, you know, never very good. Picked up a book by Rupert McCall. And if you ever want to enjoy some, if you love your sport, YouTube Rupert McCall and the man writes sports poetry and he's brilliant, just brilliant. <laughs> and I just thought I'll have a crack at this. You know, when you're 16 or 17, yeah, you think yeah. oh, I can do this. And yep. the first one I wrote was terrible, but people seemed to enjoy it like or, or enough for me to write the next one. And then as time went on, they got better and better. And then, um, yeah, and then so... That's how I started writing articles. I'd written the poetry first and then started writing articles and then became a journalist. So Wow. So poems, do you still write them at all? Well, yeah, what? now they're kids' poems. So I'm trying to write them. I literally spend most of my nights when I should be trying to get to sleep. Thinking of poems. Thinking of, like I've got this, like what would be the third or fourth book and it's I'm trying to work the start out and it's just going around in circles. Is it killing you? Yeah. Writer's block? Uh, yeah, it's like um, I've got... 85% this written, the first part I decided wasn't good enough compared to the rest. So I've tried to rewrite it and can't get it better, but mm. don't really love what I had started with. So. Okay. I think I've got a poem for you. Okay. That you wrote? Yeah. Yeah. It's about the Matildas. I like this. Right up my alley. Okay. You're going to you're gonna critique. Both of you can mm -hmm. critique. I've got one as well. Awesome. With their flair and dare, with their smiles that repair, the Matildas are marching towards this historic feat. With Kerr, Fowler, Rasso and Ford, their most recent opposition, now only mourned. Catley, Carpenter, Gorry, Van Egmond, whilst Cooney Cross weaves her magic wand. Everyone's, everyone loves the Matildas as a nation dreams on as the girls in green and gold fight to become the champion. <laughs> Yeah. Not yeah. bad. Like, yeah. I've had a lot of people over the years, like, send me poems for birthdays and whatnot because I write them and that. And usually they're crap. But yeah. I'd give that a, I'd give it a six and a half out of ten. What, uh, what, what, uh, what uh, can we can, how can we improve that? It's just a bit simple. Many names. It's a bit simple. No, there's no um, such thing. Simplicity sometimes is the key. Yeah, simple sometimes. They call it meter. So you're, you know, trying to keep a consistent meter. Is that Mark Z, Mark Zuckerberg's company? Mega. Uh, mega. That's meta. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. Um, no, nah, it's the like, of basically how many <laughs> syllables you're getting into a sentence and then trying many. to... Well, it, look, it wasn't bad. Like, Do you I know, was, sorry, I'm a teacher, right? And I had to choose PE health, but then I had to choose an elective on top of that. And I chose English. Now, if I said that to my year 12 English teacher that I chose English to study at uni, he'd laugh me out of the room. Because I'm just no good at it. I had to go to Northcote High School and do my teaching rounds there and teach poetry with the assistant principal who was like the biggest gun English Poet. teacher I've ever seen. Like ever seen. Literature is king. I remember one of the kids did a poem that I thought was the best thing. I didn't I wasn't around for Shakespeare, 
But like I stood up and like clapped this one kid because I was so impressed with their poetry. But it was so I was so out of my comfort zone teaching poetry. Well, get ready for the, to stand up and applaud this one. I'm, I want to hear this. Ready. Okay. Every time that I see Dave, it makes me want to bask in the delight of a rave. He worked in finance and felt chained to the desk. All his little fingers wanted to do was dance. Finance. Dance. An article here, a feature there, Dave's audience really started to care. From newspapers to footy clubs, Dave left his mark, but it was finally children's books that took his heart. Look, that is fucking AI. No, it's not. Really? I made it up on the train on the way here. Well done. Good job. I'll clap at that. Look, again, there's like, and that's what it is. Like, most of that's pretty good. There's Mm. a few bits that you go, that's a bit clunky. But if you had the time, you'd iron the Oh, you'd iron them out. If I was on the East Richmond of Burnley, if I was on the East Richmond of. You know, uh, past Hawthorne somewhere. I've could be come up. Appreciate the um the homework, boys. No, no yeah. worries. Anytime. This is what we do. Yeah. Not unusual, even though it's quite unusual. Yeah. Question three. Uh, four. And so, so you've both done a poem. How competitive are you guys against each other? Because I've got a twin and incredibly competitive. No, no I reckon it's weaned, weaned a bit. In the what's your twin's name? Chris. Chris O'Neill. Con. The cock. Con. Con. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Cock. The cock. <laughs> Didn't mean that. <laughs> Con, con, con. I don't think anyone's ever going to call him that. No, 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 no. I con. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. No, we're pretty competitive. Yeah. Like, but we would rather compete with each other against other people. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, we love playing footy, like, with each other against other people. Yeah. We love playing tennis together, all that sort of stuff. But if we're playing tennis against uh, against each other, like, yeah, it's yeah. game on. Yeah. There's and a lot of competitiveness, a lot of basketball, is. like yeah. one-on-one. Back whatever. Yeah. Like the, yeah, back in the day, yes. no good. I know that feeling. It was very heated in our house. I was probably the, the most competitive. My twin brother was sort of didn't didn't have that sort of, he didn't really care, but mm. I cared so much. And I look back and I was a bit of a jerk. <laughs> yeah. No, it happens. Who's older? He is seven yeah. minutes, yeah. Yeah, yep. Josh is three minutes. Yeah. 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 He's young. Yeah. Uh, how many Olympic gold medals does Usain Bolt have? I know this. Three. It, three, six. So we got three in Beijing. Three in London. Three in London. Yep. That's six. I reckon he only, didn't it, he, he only did two didn't events he, in Rio. Didn't he false start in? No, no. He just didn't so do the 200. Two golds in Rio. Yeah. So that's eight. I reckon. Yeah. And then he didn't, he didn't compete in. Did they win the relay in the, in Rio? Didn't they drop the baton or? No, nah, they definitely def- won two. He's yeah. definitely won two at Rio. Yeah. So eight. I'm going. Eight. Yep. Lock it in. Eight. Well done. Well done. Spot on the money. Killing it. I've got, I've got a pub trivia with you guys. Yep. Yeah. In fact, I have come up with nothing funny so far, so I really... Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Josh, <laughs> who, got who, who wrote this quiz? Uh, Mitch Sale. It's great. Legend. It's right great. up our so This is number two. He's pretty much the quiz man. Yeah. It's right up our alley. If we had merch, we'd we'll give him some. <laughs> yeah, if we had merch, we'd give him some. Question five. We are four of four. That's... That's unheard of. We're gonna we're gonna take the showcase. Yeah. <laughs> what team has West has the West Coast Eagles beaten besides North Melbourne this year? Yeah, they won one earlier this year. Um, GWS. Yeah. Because it was gonna come back and bite them. Really? Oh. Yeah. Come back and bite West Coast. No, it's gonna come back and bite GWS late in the fight, late in the piece. I reckon. Oh. A lot of teams do that. They drop one, don't they? I think I think it might be GWS. Yeah, early days, maybe round two or something. Yeah, yeah. let's lock it in. Josh, well done. GWS. GWS by 19 points. That's when was great. that? That was a long time ago. Yeah, they yeah, are yeah. shit. Yeah, they lost a lot in a row. <laughs> They're so. shit. Yeah.
What? So what is your cue up for writer's block? Like you, you listen to authors, you listen to creative people talk about like when they do have a, a something stopping them from being able to write or think or create. What's your little go-to? Is it just get away from it or is it absorb yourself more in it? I do think you have to sit it aside yeah. sometimes. Um, it depends. I probably got used in my career writing to deadlines because everything had a deadline. Yeah, true. And then um, so you'd probably just come up with something that's good enough and then re- – work on it and if you need to fix you know if you have the time but I, i'm actually so i'm writing writing a book called wombats can't surf and this is what i'm struggling with is that intro and i'm picturing standing at i'm going to noosa in a few weeks and I'm picturing standing on the you know the noosa national park i'm thinking until i get there maybe i can't come up with this until i stand there so maybe it's just getting somewhere where you're a bit inspired this is just another excuse to go to noosa i reckon well i was going anyway but yes yes <laughs> Is this a, is this a tax rot? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, just the family holiday. Oh, you know? great! Awesome stuff. September school holidays. Yeah. Oh, so we. What date? Well, I'm a week before the school holidays, and then the first so, week of the holidays. So. Till the what day? Now, like the twentieth or something. Oh, we might. Or oh, we, 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 we may overlap. We so maybe we'll stand to... up on that hill and help you come no, up with no, no, no. We'll be standing in the surf life saving club. I was going to say we'll need that. I've got two young kids, and <laughs> oh, true. Maybe the odd night away for a few beers would be. Yeah, yeah, let's do yeah, that. No we worries. might have to do that. I reckon. We'll come up with wombats can't surf. Yeah, the opening. Yeah. Yeah. A few beers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. wombats yeah. can't <laughs> surf. Now you're accomplished poets. Exactly right. Question six: We are five five. What song has more streams on Spotify out of A. The Horses by Dale Brathwaite. I hate that song. B. <laughs> Fantasy, Mariah Carey. C. I Want You Back, The Jackson Five. What do you reckon, Davo? Well, what has the most streams? I hate horses. I'm well, unpopular opinion. I think it's overplayed, overused, and it's like it's not even no, the Australian anthem. He's well and truly on the gravy train with that horses. Oh, absolutely, and well, as if you wouldn't be. I've been at Flemington when we've had a horse win that we owned the most tiniest percentage of. And oh, where was the no, Cox, Cox, play? Play. Cox, Cox play. play? And what horse was it? Uh, Fontatoni. Fontatoni won the first at Cox Plate day one. Oh, let's not get into it. like racing is boring as shit. But yeah, um, it is. But Daryl Braithwaite, Braithwaite singing horses like it was, yeah, it was a good moment. I understand that, but you're probably 15 beers deep. Yes, yeah, yes. you know, there's but, plenty of elements that come into the concoction. But it can't be him because um, nah, it's not big it's enough. Not international. Boys, yeah. not I reckon it'd be more I carry. So do I. Fantasy, yeah, yeah she's that, so popular. Yeah, that's become as a big. But Jackson Five, you've he's sort of been and and you shoved think, aside a bit. You think that'd have to got repopular because they wouldn't have streamed it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, I reckon it's fantasy. All right, let's go. Let's lock in fantasy. Oh, it's Jackson Five by yeah. a mile by by it's an absolute. Double it. Yeah, well, I've never heard of the word song fancy, so I should oh, probably yeah. spoke up, shouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm trying to think of the tune. This is Dave's quiz and we're taking over. Yeah, no, no, well, no, it's a together quiz. It's together. So far, it's yeah, together. Right. It's yeah. together. the only one we missed. Now, that's the only one we missed. Um, gosh, I don't know if you heard, mm. but Dave was quite the handyman back yes, in the day. I've heard. Now, Sam, now, back in the Albert Park days, yeah. when you lived at Albert Park, yeah? Yep. Yeah. So you are pretty good with a flat, flat pack? pack. <laughs> Especially when you, when you set them up outside of your house. Yep. So we set it up in the living room. A good, a mutual friend of ours, 
very long. We set it up. We spent a couple of beers, you know, all night putting together a wardrobe. Now, why were you doing that? Oh, because we needed a wardrobe. That's actually yeah. shocked just, that you got a few hours with Longy before he went and did some activity. That's right. <laughs> that's honest. right. And also, handyman and Longy, that yeah. doesn't mix. Yeah. No, he, he was a bit the same. Mate, but we, you should see him trying to even open his curtains. Oh, really? <laughs> Mate, it's actually it's embarrassing. Josh, we don't want a lawsuit here, all right? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we uh, put it together. We go to move it into the room, and, and of course, it won't go through the door. Oh, that is priceless. Oh. And that, to, yeah, another half an hour, 45 minutes, pulling it apart. Oh, it yeah. oh, God, that'd be <laughs> I good. Remember, I remember belting the absolute crap out of a flat pack once and just thinking, that'll do. <laughs> and like, I was what like, was that? It was a desk. Remember, remember the old man? So, our dad. <laughs> Absolutely hated stuff like that. Like he wasn't. Dad taught me a lot of things. Yeah. He taught me how to like persevere when your body's feeling sore. He's a great man, is he? And yeah. like you know, running through pain and like being a good teammate. Yeah, being like, a good teammate. Good teammate being a good communicator. Fantastic at that. But like teaching us how to like fix. You know, he actually did teach us how to change a tire in a car, yeah, which is did. great. But like anything with hammers and tools, nah, no chance. And I remember <laughs> Mum made him go and buy us. Um, two deaths for, for year 12. And he's which, like, I can tell you his breath. He's like, they're not going to fucking use these deaths. <laughs> no chance. Like, these kids don't do any study. And I could tell, and it's just like, you know, his mum's won the battle and dad is losing the war massively. And he's he's up there on his second flat pack from, from um, Ikea. And I remember just the words. I've never heard the amount of swear words come out of someone's mouth. And I remember at one point he just smashed something together and said that'll do <laughs> and he's right we've all been the, there the all been have there. not been used no, no. oh that's so oh, good oh god that's good that's way too good oh, oh, he um that. i remember under 18's footy dizzy was our like, coach he was assistant was this at ballarat yes. yeah so when he was working with grant grant yeah. and um and we were under 18 so we were just like training with the club we'd rock up and it would be the warm-up would be that intense <laughs> It'd be 25 minutes long. You've got three speeches along the way. Like, you know, like, it's it's three minutes into training and Dizzy's giving you, like, a grand final type, like, speech about how, you know, you're not going to get anywhere, you know, and it's like, and you're inspired, but you're also just like, come on, mate. Come on, Dizzy. Let's just do a lap. We're going to do our high knees now. He loves high knees. Oh, he loves it. Loves high knees. But I'll never forget it. No, you cannot fault the man's passion, that's for sure. <laughs> I've heard some unbelievable stories. There's... We went to a reunion the other week and just heard I better tell the story. Have you got time? Oh, it's, it's a short <laughs> amount of time. But there was a there was a there was a story, and I don't mean to be sycophantical about my own father, but I thought this was quite funny. <laughs> and he was coaching a team in the eighties and someone uh who had just come up from the the Magoos from the twos uh, come up and played in the seniors and he kicked four goals in the first half, this guy. That's you know, good, good going. going mm. Good going. And was dragged after half time <laughs> by dad, who dad was coaching. <laughs> and the guy was telling me this story and he's like, you know, I was wondering, like, well, what's going on here, Diz? You know, like, what's going on? Like, I'm going all right. Yeah. Four goals in the first half, you know, missed one. And... So he went up to dad, like towards the end of the third quarter. He's like, Diz, you know, what's what's going on? Like, what what's going on here? Like, I think I'm going all right. And he's like, Gary, when you get up in the morning, what's the first thing you do? And <laughs> Gary's like, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's the first thing I do. He's like, do you breathe? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I, I breathe. Yeah. I breathe. And he's like, well, Gary, do you have to think to breathe? 
<laughs> there he goes. No, no, I don't have to think to breathe. And Dizzy goes, well, you don't have to think to handball to a teammate when they're in a better spot than you instead of having to snap for goal, mate. <laughs> And dragged him for that. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I know. I know. So unbelievable stuff. When he told me that, I'm like, that sounds oh. like him. Because he's, he's massive on selflessness. Oh, yes. Yeah, I still on... remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he yeah. hates people who are selfish. <laughs> that yeah. one speech, he goes, like, if you want to go and play, if you want to be selfish, go and play tennis <laughs> or golf <laughs> or boxing. I swear, boxing. I swear we heard that at the end. Yeah, probably. Is that sort of thing? Question seven, let's move on. So, uh, in the Women's World Cup, Morocco ranked 72nd in the world, beat what team to advance to the knockout stages? Oh, I've been following the tours a little bit. Um, yeah, they come from the clouds. Well, they come from 72nd. Did uh, they beat Spain? No, that would have been Morocco versus Spain. Oh, I'm going to be honest, I saw the answer, so I'm not going to be okay. in this one. Um, Did they beat the Americans? No, yeah, they beat the Americans no, in the, the penalty shootout. No, the Swedes. No, that was, that was Sweden. Well, let's let's be honest. Who's left in it? Like, because they just got bundled out by France. France. Germany. I'm going to go with Germany. Well, Germany have been bundled out, so let's go with Germany. Yep. Colombia. Colombia. No, didn't see that. Coming, no, no, no. One nil. One nil. The Moroccans had a great men's tournament as well. So Something football in Morocco. Yeah, they must be. Dancing. So what are we? We're five of seven. Yeah. Which McDonald's did former Prime Minister Scott Morrison allegedly excrement himself at? Excrement? Like piss. Or sh- if you, excrement is human, shit. like feces. I, I don't know this story. Well, he like took a shit at Macca's. <laughs> Who cares? Well, like excrement himself, like shit himself. Oh, shit himself? Yeah. Scott Morrison? Yeah. Why is that not bigger? I was going to say, you'd think if that, we would have heard that, you know? Surely. What, is, what, is, what does Mitch know that we don't know? Oh, I don't know. Which McDonald's is former Prime Minister? It must be a famous McDonald's or a famous or, place. Yeah, like, I'm just going to think some like Western Sydney. Yeah, like, like Parramatta. Yeah, like a But right. how many uh, Maccas would there be in Parramatta? We'll just go in Parramatta. We'll go Parramatta North. I think Parramatta. we're all lost, so let's go. Engadine. What the hell? Is this free- recent? This just shows how... Um, you know, once you, you, you wipe like a dirty ass once you're the Prime Minister. Angered on Mac, truth about Scott Morrison, Daily Mail, that'd be trustworthy. Oh, yeah, oh it was Daily Mail, you yeah. must be right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't, they wouldn't embellish, they wouldn't. Uh, Josh, question number nine. It was nine. in 97. 97. Oh, like, oh, three. God, imagine on. if we went to politics, imagine the, the dirt they could get up on us. Just just quickly, I'm what was your you, favourite children's book when you were a child? Um, yes, Clive Eats Alligators, which was an Alison Lester special, which, uh, yeah, it was a pretty simple book. Actually, still kicks around these days. So, Really? Clive, it's just sort of goes through a series of characters about what they eat for breakfast and then Clive Eats Alligators. And then, um, and yeah, Alison Lester wrote us a handwritten note by my librarian. I still remember it. And really? I think back then you go, well, maybe that had some impact on some level. 100%. Mm. Oh, Sam, you? Does well, like Matilda count? I wasn't a big reader as a kid. Like if I'm going picture books, that Hungry Calip- Caterpillar, I think. Oh, the Hungry, that, Hungry that, Caterpillar. That, for some reason that brings back a bit of nostalgia for me. But it, as I got older, like the Roald Dahl books, I love those at school. Yep. Yeah. That's still getting kicking around the Hungry Caterpillars still Is in it? Our, on our bookshelf. Yep. What wow. about 
What about Roald Dahl? Is he being... No, got censored. Did he get yeah. censored? I yeah. must admit I didn't follow that too closely. I probably I think good books, though. Yeah. yeah, they're great books. Yeah. Great books. Great books. Yeah. Uh, Josh, question number nine. What is the third planet oh, from the sun? Oh. What's your astrology My like? naughty something. It's My. Earth, isn't it? Mercury... My no, my very naughty, my very naughty, M N M V N, Neptune, Ma- Mercury, my very Mercury Venus, Mercury Venus, Earth Mars, isn't it? My Mercury, very Venus Mars, Mercury Venus Mars. No, no, no Mars is after. No Mars, is it? Mars yeah. is after, mate. Yeah. Chicken and the chicken and the egg. <laughs> Really? <laughs> Look, there could be one in between. How do you still Earth, not know this? I don't know, but I'm, I'll, be, my very I'll be pretty confident. With Earth? Yeah. Yeah, Josh, let's go day. energetic. Yeah. 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 Earth! Yeah. Well done. Uh, more than just the humour, you yeah. see? Yeah. 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 If you can't bring the funnies, at least bring the right yeah, answer. Yeah, exactly. Mm, 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 mm. Exactly. So we are seven of nine. Um, Dave, just quickly before we about to wrap up. <laughs> People, where where can people go and get your books? Yeah, that's a good uh, question. Let us know where best spot What's to get them. What's the, it called? The Seagull Sword. We, I didn't really mention the book, did I? <laughs> 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 flipped over that. Sorry, boys. <laughs> We're um, you, you're too busy wanting to gloat about your vegetable Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. Like, how many people in the world have been editor of Vegetables Australia? So oh, any. Probably one or two. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Few since. The, um, the now author of The Seagull Who Sword. That's right. So, well, it's, it's, it's a book that's about... A seagull's adventure from Torquay to um, Warrnambool. Cold. In search of, yeah, very cold, um, search of Stingray Bay in Warrnambool. So you can get it all along the coast and in our course in our beautiful hometown of Ballarat, all the bookshops have it. Yeah. Um, and you can get it online, you know, but go buy from a bookshop. Yeah, or, but bookshops, there's nothing better yeah. than going into the bookshop. Yeah. The fresh, the, the now, was paper. this was this a... Were you inspired by seagulls and their want for fish and chips? It was. We were on the beach at Stingray Bay with my little girl chasing seagulls at Stingray Bay. And I'd written a book that's still potentially be published in the future. But I, I'm a media and marketing sort of guy and and couldn't see how I was going to get any traction with it. Like, you know, first time, public, first time author, no one's really yeah. that interested. And so thought, well, I need to write a story that people are going to care about. People love where they live. Let's write a story about the, the beach. And it came to me and, you know, like, you know, like you've just whipped out world famous poems <laughs> yourselves. But this one came to me very quickly and I didn't try and, you know, I didn't need rewriting and that. Yeah. So it just sort of came out. And then, yeah, we sort of changed it up with the publisher and went down this track and it was definitely paid off. Like it's like I, I don't, I'm no by no means a success, but it has sold well to for what I was expecting. And wow! So it's probably just enough to sort of fund the next one. And who illustrated it? Uh, just a the, the publisher helped me set up with an illustrator named Isabella Gagliano. And awesome. She's a she was a first time kids book illustrator. Like she's an illustrator, but first time illustrating kids book. And yeah, it did a fantastic job. So yeah. she's doing the next one, Santa Skis the Murray. Which will be out in um, November. Brilliant! Mm. That's great. Mm. Are you audio booking as well? Oh, I don't know. I haven't gone down that path. Sort of haven't quite worked out. You, you're volunteering a bit of voice acting. <laughs> I eh? could be a wombat. Yep. Uh, hello. Who, who can't <laughs> surf yet? Huh? Mm. Who can't surf? Yeah, who can't surf? Why did you just assume wombats sound a little dopey? Well, they're pretty dopey, sort of. What think? would the seagull sound like? Oh, high oh, pitched. So, yeah. It'd be like a. Hello. 
Well, she's meant to be an energetic sort of hey, kid. Hey. Yeah, that sort of. Okay, uh, hey, yeah. how are you? Yeah. I'm going on a big adventure. Yeah, going on a big adventure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what's the opening line? Um, so on a beautiful beach amid the evening glow, as the waves rolled in and the tide turned low. Oh, that's beautiful. You want the last line? That's probably where you Give go. Give us the last right. one. Um, no matter your dreams, some will listen and sigh, but you alone decide how far you fly. Don't be deterred by those who stand guard. Take to the skies. Dream big, chase hard. Oh, I love that. I'm, in, I'm buying it. Just a quick one, and it, like this is really stupid, but do you think that seagulls have like a a fish and chip review that they all go to? <laughs> it's like you know, oh, surely, yeah, yeah, you know, like they're like, fuck, the, hear those, fuck, the flake in yeah, in like yeah. Port Arlington. Yeah. It's so good. Like, the, let's the let's go there salt. next week. Chicken, yeah. salt. chicken salt Apollo Bay. Yeah. Like, Got to get there. Yeah, it's, yeah. There's I mean, there's plenty of waste there. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of yeah. that go. Yeah, they don't, don't need a lot, plenty you know? of tourists yeah. that think they can get heaps of chips, but they yeah. don't. Yeah, they, they, can't they overcapitalize. Yeah, yeah, they overcapitalize. Yeah, they some think. even have scallops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's get the scallops. Yeah. Question ten: What team is Daniel Ricciardo driving for in the 2023 F1 season? That's Red Bull. Yeah, Red Bull. Yep, that's an easy. He's one, like an understudy. Yep. Ah, yep. Love yeah. it. I think Mitch likes sport. Yeah, I think which so. is about the only. Oh topic. no, we got it wrong. Alpha Tori. Oh, it's the Red Bull. So it's the understudies. Yeah, it's the Red Bull. I did say understudies. Right. No, but but bad luck. Are they sponsored by Red Bull still? They are, but it's. uh, I don't know. Okay, well, we'll. Yeah, we'll. we'll, we'll Six out of ten. Yeah. That's the average, mate. Not bad. Pretty good. Not bad. That's the average. Uh, Josh, we've come to an end, unfortunately, until the next chapter is written. Yeah. In Dave O'Neill's story. That was nice. Can can I quickly give the podcast a bit of a a bump up? Yeah. Yeah. So. Through this journey of writing the book, you find so many people who support you, like who showed up to a book signing when I thought I was just sitting there by myself and that. And I think like there'd be lots of people listening. Have they gone on, liked, subscribed and written a review? And I, so I did it last night. Oh. And I was like, because you've got to go that extra mile to support people. So if you're listening out there, don't just listen. Go the extra mile because like otherwise, you know, it takes every little bit of ingredient to get traction doesn't it it does it doesn't just happen so get on board thank you just let's we're going to time code that one that'll go at the end of every every podcast now that's actually true we are yeah that's great dave thank you so much for jumping on today very humbled to have beyond boys thank you